again, everybody. It's Heath Hamrick here with Justin Thrasher for this week's episode of the Game Week Podcast. Justin, a lot of lot happened last week. You know, in the state of Alabama, we had the state championship games, and then, of course, championship Saturday for all the college football uh, power five conferences and group of five, the ones that have conference championship games. Any surprises? Well, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, Alabama knocking off Georgia and, you know, pretty much dominating that game Saturday was certainly surprising. Alabama having, you know, lost the battle up front most of the game against Auburn to come out and win up front against Georgia, yeah. that was shocking. Yeah, their offensive line probably played their best game of the year. Alabama as a whole probably played their best game of the year. I mean, there were still some times where protection broke down, but Bryce Young just made – plays with his legs and but we'll talk about that a little later but uh let's run through last week's state championship games one through seven uh class 1a Sweetwater defeated widely handedly 40 to 16 I believe we both missed that one or we didn't pick that one because it was already it already happened Clark County defeated Cleveland in a it's a shootout 41 to 40 or 49 to 41 I know for sure I missed that one I picked Cleveland in that one Actually, you picked Clark County. Did I pick Clark? Yeah. No, wait. I picked Cleveland the week before yeah. when they played Mars Hill. Yeah, we both. That's right. Okay. We both uh, went three and one in high school picks. I went two and three in college picks. You went three and two. I went two and three in college picks. You went three and two. So, so six and three for me. And I went five and four. Okay. So we're we're still above water. Yes, we not, are. Not a, not by a lot. And but. if you look at our, well, we'll talk about that later. Our four picks in uh, the. 14 playoff in class 3a tight game and Piedmont had to come back and yeah. win it 35 33 over Montgomery Academy yeah they were down 29 to 6 at halftime yeah and, and stormed back in the second half to, to get that one late and then we were both wrong on the 4a championship game Biger was all over Aniana 52 to 14 just out muscled them and then Pike County that running back that Ole Miss is getting he's for real 51-14 to 14 over Pleasant Grove. That's three straight years that Pleasant Grove's lost in the state championship game. Pike Road's defense is serious. I mean, really, they're, they're really for real. Good. They're yeah. really good. be interesting to see if they stay 5A or they're going to move up. That, that would be interesting to find and, out. And that's another, you know, we'll talk about that later too, but classification, yeah. reclassification next week. Yeah. A class 6A, tight game. It wasn't really tight to start with. Uh, Clay Chalkville defeated Hueytown 46-42. And in the 7A game, it wasn't even the, – the score is not indicative of what it was. It's 38-22 Thompson over uh, Central Phoenix City, but it really wasn't that close. It Was was it 38 to nothing at yeah, one point? Yeah, it, it was. I turned it off. <laughs> I was like, I'm not watching this Central anymore. Phoenix may have put, you know, most of their points up in the fourth quarter, I think. Maybe 15 of those 22 in the in garbage time in the fourths. Just I, I don't know what happened. I, Thompson's really good. I, I really don't know how Hoover beat them in the regular season. It's well, it was just, just by three points, and it was late. Yeah. So, but anyway, that not a whole lot of high school to talk about um, in in high school football. Um, we have signing day coming up on the 15th next week on Wednesday, the early signing period. And then also Tuesday, Monday, the central board for the HSA is going to meet. And then 
Tuesday will be released to see what the new classifications are. A lot of rumblings going around about teams moving up, moving down. Um, I know one uh, five. The rumor is they're going to drop back down to two A. Um, don't know about Scott Sproul yet. Hadn't heard. Um, you think Piedmont is cheering for five to move back to two A? Oh, I bet money <laughs> they are, and I bet Benefit, Coach Benefield's ready to go back down to two A. Uh, Spring Garden, you know, they've been up from one A to two A. I heard they're dropping back down to one A. Uh, that helps in not just football for them. Uh, hurts Skyline in basketball because the girl Spring Garden girls are really good, and it's going to hurt Skyline because they'll end up playing in Jacksonville. But uh, it helps Pisgah because Pisgah is going to more likely stay 2A. And spring their, their girls team will not have to play spring garden in Jacksonville. Um, let, uh, let me just say from a personal standpoint, you know, having you – know, because I, I call all the Scottsboro games. Yeah. I'm hopeful that Scottsboro moves to 5. Yeah, and, me too. And I mean, just, it, just for the fact that they'll get out of 6A Region 7, which includes a lot of teams, you know, in the Birmingham area. Yeah. And so next year, if Scottsboro were to remain in 6A in that region, we're going to have to make several trips down there next year. So for the sake of staying close if to home, could, I hope we move could, back so to if five. You could, if the Wildcats could drop to 5A, you would be playing more of the you know teams that are around here. Mm-hmm. Um, did hear a rumor that the Fort Payne Wildcats could be jumping the 7A. Which, if they did, they'd that be is, playing, they'd be they'd like be, in the Hoover region. Depending probably. on if, I, I would think they would go the Hoover region because Huntsville would be a little far. I mean, Birmingham's going to be far anyway, but that's just – that's not good for Fort Payne. There aren't many teams in 7A. I think it's the big the, – the 32 biggest schools in the state of Alabama. So, <laughs> if I was Fort Payne, I'd be fine. you got to think, though, even if – you know, let's just say Scottsboro does move to five. Let's say Fort Payne moves to seven. You've still got to think they'll still schedule that oh, game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Regardless they'll, of they'll where they play, are. Uh, they'll be in North Jackson – We'll non-region still, games. Yeah, we'll still be the yeah. I would assume that that would be two of the three non-region games. If it is an eight-team region, you hope it's an eight-team region to get three games. You don't want to be in a seven-team region because it, it gets hard to find a fourth non-region game. Uh, five had two open dates because they were in a four-team re- or sixteen or seven-team region and couldn't find games. They had to go play Isabella. Isabella is south of Montgomery. That's a long trip. But – you look at that, the benefits are if, if you're Scottsboro, you come back down in, in 5A and you can compete, I think. If you stay 6A, you're probably going to look at another season like it was this year. Um, if, you, if you're if you 5, around here, you're going to beat everybody. If, if you're Scottsboro and they move back to 5, I've got to think that you're going to see a lot of teams from Marshall County on that schedule. More than likely, uh, you know, in, if they drop, you know, it could be the, like like it was when I was in school. We had to play Huntsville teams for two years. That was not very ideal. I mean, it was um, it's when Johnson Lee and Butler we played them in football, which was which was good. And then we got stuck with them in basketball. That was no good at all. But we'll find out Tuesday night or Tuesday probably Tuesday morning. I would think it will come out and be out and everybody will see it and then immediately coaches will start calling each other to try to schedule their non-region games. Speaking of Tuesday, you have an announcement to make. Oh yes, we will be on location for this, for the podcast next week. We're going to go to Blake and Kathy's house and do it there. We're going to, when we get to the college segment, we'll talk about 
all the bowl games, but we're not going to pick them. We're going to wait, and we're going to pick them with Kathy and Blake next week. So that would be a lot of fun. And, and let me say, Miss Kathy will know more about all that than any of us will. Hopefully, we'll have some brownies. Oh, that'd be great. Hopefully, we'll have some brownies. I'll have to text Blake um, and see if we can get some brownies out of the deal. But that will be fun. I know they do, as a family, they do a whole bowl game. It's a tradition for them. They they all, them and their boys, they pick the bowl game. So it'll be, be fun to pick those. And, yeah, we're going to have to pick Birmingham. Bowl. We're going to have to pick <laughs> Auburn and Houston, huh? Yeah. Okay. But enough of high school football. It's sad that the, the season is over. Um Seven state champions will move next before you know it. August will be here and we'll be doing it again. But let's talk about some high school basketball. You got your notes this week? I do. I'm prepared this week. <laughs> I've got my notes uh, for, for boys and girls this week. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to run through how we're looking for the schedule I put this past week. Uh, we'll start with Crossville. Uh, they played uh, three games this week. They, Unfortunately, they have not. The boys have not won a game yet. They've had some close games, had some not close ones, but they're still looking for that first win heading into the Sand Mountain tournament in a couple weeks. Uh, the girls' team, they're sitting with three wins, but they they lost to five this week and they lost to Boaz. Fort Payne, the Fort Payne girls have turned it around after their slow start. Uh, they beat Arab the other night, and then they beat Scottsboro by one point. Uh, 36 to 35, and then the varsity boys for Fort Payne lost to Scottsboro almost by 20, and then yeah, that so lost to Arab by four. In that Scottsboro Fort Payne game, the the battle for the Top Cat Trophy, I guess, on the hardwood, which there isn't sense. one, which is yeah, shocking. yeah, it's just yeah, but so that's 19 straight wins at home for Scottsboro. Hamburg Hall, really fourth straight win over Fort Payne for Scottsboro. Wow. Tyson Sexton uh, leading the way for Scottsboro all year. In, in this game, especially 18 points for him. Fort Payne, uh, they were led by Nolan Fowler. He had 15 for them. So, yeah, four straight wins for Scottsboro over Fort Payne. Wow. And, and 19 straight at Hambrick Hall. So, that's impressive. I wonder if that's the longest streak if you're, at Hambrick Hall. You know, if you're building a program, that's the first thing that, you're, yeah. that you've are that you got to you do. That is, you've got to solidify home court. Yeah. And Coach Bell and Scottsboro certainly have done that over yeah. at Hambrick Hall. Um, the, the rest of this week and next week for Fort Payne, they host Cherokee County tomorrow night. And then next Tuesday, they go to Albertville. Then they um, will close the week next week against Buckhorn. And Fife, their varsity boys picked up their first win of the season the other night against Crossville. Uh, Fife girls have won two in the last week. They will beat uh, Crossville and they beat Asbury. So now that football season's over, you expect the five boys basketball team to start picking up some wins. Yeah, uh, you know I talked to their coach. Yeah, I went yesterday. We'll talk about it here in just a little bit. I went to the uh, seating for the Sand Mountain tournament, and um, and I got to see all the coaches and talk to some of them and talked to Coach Bryant and he, uh, you know, that young football, a uh, long young basketball team that you know lost. Eight seniors off that team. That state championship. State, state championship team. All five starters are gone. And so it's just going to take some time, but they'll get it turned around. Uh, for Geraldine, the, the boys picked up two wins last week over Geraldine and Collinsville, and the girls also won those two games. Uh, for the next week, they play Hoax Bluff tomorrow night, then they go to Asbury on Saturday, 
Then they play Pisgah on the on Monday. And they got a busy next 10 days. And then they play Westminster Christian in Huntsville on Friday of next week, leading into the Sandbelt Tournament. And the Eider Hornets, they had, the boys have lost two in a row. They play Asbury tonight, and then they play Section tomorrow, but lost to Pisgah, 61-53, and then lost to North Sand Mountain, 77-65. Um, the girls did not get to play North Sand Mountain. North Sand Mountain's got a little sickness from going through their, their basketball team. Um, I think it's the flu bug going around, stomach bug, something like that. Um, but they did, they held Otter, played Pisgah last Friday, and only lost by 10 to the number one team in 2A. Otter girls are ranked eighth in the new poll that come out. I believe it came out yesterday or today. But they have not played. They'll play Asbury tonight, and then they play Section tomorrow night, a game I'm probably going to go to. Yeah, I was going to say, the Otter boys and Section boys game, that's going to be a tough game for Otter. Yeah. I mean, Section. Yeah, it's at Section. Section's undefeated. Yes, they are. And uh, going in, you know, they've got – Otter has Asbury tonight, Section tomorrow night, and then Tuesday they play at Susan Moore down in Blunt County, and then that leads them into the same mountain tournament. Um, going to be tough, but – you know, the boys' team for Otters won five games. I look for them to double that, if not win more than ten this year. Uh, North Jackson picked up a forfeit win over um, Grundy County. This is the second year in a row that Grundy County has canceled the game on North Jackson. Don't know why. They just have. But uh, they pick up a win there. North Jackson boys are 5-1. Going into New Hope game tomorrow night. Sets up next Friday. They play Scottsboro at North Jackson. And that is always a crazy game. Because it's, well, it used to be crazy when you played in the old gym. Because it's just, everybody's on top of you. And now with a new gym, it's it's not as, it's not as confined. But it's still, it's still loud. It's likely the game I'll be at next Friday. Are you going to go to that one? I'm probably going to that Leave one. the bank and go. I always, always love to see Scottsboro and North Jackson play. It doesn't matter. Football, basketball, baseball, yeah. whatever it is. Um, North Jackson, their girls team, picked up their first win over Grundy County with that forfeit. Um, like I say, they played New Hope tomorrow night. Tough game for the girls. I've seen New Hope girls. They are legit. They've got a – I think she's an eighth grader. She is about 5'2 and can she can do everything. So after New Hope, they play Tuesday they play Madison County. And then this is a game this is fun right here. I didn't know they were doing this. They played in football. They're gonna play in basketball this year too. Um fairly close too. Within four days they're gonna play twice. They're gonna North Jackson's gonna play South Pittsburgh. They're gonna play South Pittsburgh. At North Jackson next Thursday on the 16th. And then they turn around and will play South Pittsburgh at South Pittsburgh on the 20th. So I have no notes on South Pittsburgh. Uh, I have no idea. I was going to ask, do you know how uh, if they're nor Normally, not very good. You know, it's kind of... Football school? It's kind of, yeah, kind of like North Jackson has been in the past. They might win eight, might win seven, might not win one. You know, it just, it just depends. But that's fun. I'm glad they're playing in... That'd be money. That, that's money at gate. Right. It's good gate games. When you got South Pittsburgh and Scottsboro back to back nights. That's at, yeah. And the communities are all vested in, in yeah. those games, so it makes sense to play. And then they're going to play in South Pittsburgh's tournament 
after Christmas, so they could possibly play South Pitt three times. That's that's good. I mean, and, and for for North Jackson, if I'm guessing the run they're on so far, that may be two wins for them. Um, then we get to North Sun Mountain. They defeated Eider. The boys did 77-65. Lost to Section by a team yeah. in 82-72 last Friday. Both teams undefeated coming into that game. Yeah. So five section lines in that game were in double figures. Wow. Um, but I'll say Derek Bearden scored 20 points for North Sand Mountain. He's super talented. If you, you know, he's he plays football for North Sand Mountain too. Mm-hmm. Heck of a receiver. He's just a, he's a he's just a great athlete. Tomorrow night for North Sand Mountain, they go they host. Yeah, they host Pisgah tomorrow night. So that'd be a rivalry game that two communities when they get when they play together they don't like each other. Uh, speaking of Pisgah, their boys have won four games, five games, five games, five, five games, five okay. games. Uh, lost to New Hope, sixty-four to forty-four. Beat Ider, 61-53. Um, and of course, lost the section. Their girls, uh, Pisgah girls, lost to New Hope. And, it, and after seeing New Hope, it kind of doesn't surprise me that four A school for New Hope that they're they're good. Um, 51-36 was their loss. It was at New Hope also. Um, like I say, they play North Sand Mountain tomorrow night. Then they play Geraldine on Monday. Then they play Sylvania on Friday leading into the Sand Mountain Tournament. Um, talked to Robbie Coker yesterday. He was at Plainview Bears. We talked about his schedule. I said, Coach, man, you're playing. You scheduled up. And he said, yeah, scheduled up. They went up to Chattanooga and played Baylor. Um Beat them 58-53. Uh, beat Asbury last week 80, 89 to 34, and also beat Sylvania 89 to 50. They play five tomorrow night at at Ransville. Then they play Ramsey on Saturday at the Civic Center. Then he said the the game he he talked about the most yesterday. They go to Pinson Valley on the 14th. To, they go down to Pinson Valley and play. I said, Coach, you ever been to that gym? He's like, yeah. I said, it's tight, ain't it? He's like, yeah, it's it's close. Small gym. you surprised by uh, a 6A school having that small gym. Uh, Plainview girls still only lost three games on the year. Uh, they beat Baylor by 20. They also beat Asbury by 42. 64 to 22 is my math right on that. I think so. Yeah. Forty-two. So. Yeah, this is making sure my math's right there. But they're on a they're on a, a good start for the year, and they'll they'll go down and play Pinson Valley also, and they play five tomorrow night. On to now the Scottsboro schedule. So the Buckhorn game. What happened in the Buckhorn game? They went over there and lost by one. The, the boys did. Um, I was told by a coach yesterday that. Uh, he talked to Coach Harding at Buckhorn. Said, didn't know if they deserved to win the game or not the other night. So, if I had my guess, there might have been some tough calls in that one. I, I don't know. It, do you know what the papers say? Did you did you read the paper on that one? But anyway, Scottsboro has lost what three games now? Yeah, they're seven and three. Seven and three, still not a bad, not a bad start. They play. Arab at home. A couple of those losses came back to back down in that tournament. Yeah, it's tough. Homewood and and, uh, Aniston. It gets them ready for the playoffs, though, that tournament. Um, They'll play Arab tomorrow night at home. Then they come up here and play five. 
That that should be an interesting game. Yeah. They played last year. I think Scottsboro may have won that game on a last second shot. Yeah, it was, um, yeah I believe so. It was on Fife's one of their few losses, I think. Um, or which looking back last year, that was. Yeah. I mean, think about how good those two teams were last year. Fife won a state championship. Scottsboro went on to the final four. Should have been. In and the should have been in the championship game. Should have been in the, state, uh, the championship game. And then after Tuesday, Scottsboro closes out the week next week against North Jackson. And then section, we talked about them already. They're undefeated, playing Ider tomorrow night. Then they'll play at right. Plainview's having a little invitational on Saturday. They're playing Winfield. The varsity boys are at the Civic Center in Rainsville. Section, I've got them at eight no. Yeah, they're eight no, and uh, their closest game looks like it was North Sand Mountain, and that was ten points. And North Sand Mountain's very good. They're they're yeah. the only loss that they have is to Section. Yep. Uh, after the Winfield game on Saturday, they'll play Tuesday night against uh, no Monday night against Westminster, and then they play Sylvania on Tuesday. And then they play Lindsey Lane on Thursday and then at Skyline next Friday. That's a busy week next week leading into the Sand Mountain Tournament for them. Uh, the varsity girls for section uh, beat Randolph and then beat North Sand Mountain. So they've won two in a row leading into tomorrow night against a tough outer girls team who's ranked eighth in the state. I've got the outer girls. Are they six and three? Yes, they are. Six and three. Um... Then the Sylvania Rams, their boys picked up a win against Fife the other night, 62 to 40. They're playing Sandrock tonight. They play Asbury tomorrow. So that ends up the week for them. Their girls lost to Skyline, 67 to 46. This girls team was state runner up last year right. in class three in class three A. And that girls team has won eight straight after the, they started out maybe 0 and three. And they've won eight in a row. Skyline, Skyline girls. Yeah, we're talking about Sylvania. The Sylvania girls were state runner-up last year in Class 3A. Oh, yeah. You said Skyline. And yeah, I immediately sorry. Went to, it's all right. I immediately went to state champions <laughs> and uh, eight wins in a row. Speaking of Skyline, I don't yeah. have their schedule still. If somebody wants to send me their schedule, I'd be more than happy to take it. Um, and then Collinsville, I don't have their schedule either. And I believe that's all I don't have. Uh, do you have anything on Skyline this past week? Uh, just the Skyline Sylvania boys game uh, first. Of course, that's one uh, A versus three A matchup. That's uh, that's a six straight win for Skyline for the boys. Wow! In that game, uh, Weston Avens had uh, twenty six points in that game for Skyline. Joshua Scott had eighteen points uh, for Sylvania, and I do have something on the Skyline girls as well. Now you hear in just a second when you yeah. when we get done talking about Skyline. Well, I'm going to go through the brackets for the Sand Mountain Tournament. Yeah, so eight straight wins. Uh, Skyline Girls, Lady Vikings, uh, eight straight for them. Kiana King and Blakely Stuckey had 14 points each for Skyline. And uh, Sylvania, the girls, they're four and three on the year. Um, Leona Curry had 13 points for Sylvania in that game. So, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned it. Uh, that's a heck of a matchup there between the 1A state champion and the 3A runner-up. Yeah. Yeah, like I said yesterday, went to the uh, seating, the drawing, how it you know works. The coaches vote, see who gets uh, seats one through nine. Uh, we'll, you only put in the Sand Mountain tournament. There's a JV boys tournament, a varsity girls, and a varsity boys. There's no never been a JV girls tournament, and I think this is the 68th year of this tournament. There's never been one. 
Don't know why. Um, but uh, hadn't started one. Maybe that's something they can start, you know, later on. Just never had one. Um, but the JV boys, the Plainview Bears are the one seed. Uh, Section's the two seed. Geraldine's the three. Fife's the four. Savannah's five. North Sand Mountain is six. Pisgah is seven. Eider's eight. And Crossville is nine. Um, the matchups are Plainview will play the winner of Eider and Crossville in that playing game. Um, five and Sylvania play in the four or five. Two and seven matchup is Sylvania versus Section. Um, then the three seed, Geraldine and North Sand Mountain play each other. All these games, the games I just mentioned are all on the Saturday on the 18th, so a week from this Saturday. And then they That's will, at North Sand Mountain. All these games will be at North Sand Mountain. Um, then the 20th will be the sem, one semifinal game. The 21st is uh, the second semifinal game, and then the finals are all on the 23rd, uh, starting at 4 o'clock with the JV boys. The varsity girls bracket looks like this. Pisgah's the one seed. Plainview's the two. Eider is the three. Uh, Sylvania is the four. Geraldine's the five. Fife is the six. The seventh seed is Norson Mountain. Section is eight. And Crossville is nine. So the Pisgah girls, their first game will be Monday on the 20th. They will play the winner of Section and Crossville. That game between Section and Cross will be on Saturday the 18th. Uh, the other quarterfinal game, the 4-5 matchup, will be Monday at 6 o'clock. Sylvania versus Geraldine. On Tuesday, uh, Plainview girls will play North Sand Mountain at 6 o'clock in the bottom part of the bracket. And then the Eider girls play on Tuesday at 3 o'clock against 5. And then the semifinal games are at 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock for the varsity girls. And then championship game be on the 23rd at 545 at North Sun Mountain. Now, the varsity boys, Plainview, the one seed. It was unanimous. Your Avery coach picked Plainview as the one seed. Um, the two seed being section. The three seed goes to Geraldine. The four seed goes to North Sun Mountain. The five seed is Pisgah. And the reason Pisgah got the five seed is because they beat Eider. Eider's the sixth seed. Seven seed is Sylvania. Five is the eighth seed. And then Crossville is the nine seed. That sets up games between Plainview and play the winner of five and Crossville. North Sun Mountain and Pisgah being that four or five matchup on Monday at 7.30. Section and Sylvania play it Tuesday on at 7:30, and then they will play the winner of Geraldine and Eider, who play on Tuesday at 4:30. Semifinal uh, matchups for the boys are Wednesday the 22nd, first game at 4:30, last game at 7:30, and then the championship game at 7:30 for the varsity boys. So it's going to be quick, quick tournament Monday or Saturday through. Um, Thursday because of Christmas they want to get done and if you noticed how I called that out there'll be a girls game, boys game, girls game, boys game uh, they'll alternate in 
should be a fun week. I'm going to get to MC the tournament, so I'll be calling out starting lineups. And so you've done you've done that how many times? I've done it a lot. Uh, last time Northside Mountain had the tournament, I did it. Um, I've done it. This will probably be the sixth time for the Sand Mountain tournament. I've done the Jackson County tournament several times. Done the Cab County tournament twice. Um, and if you've never been to the Cab County tournament, you got to go on Thursday when they had when they had the semifinals because they call out the all county football team. And one thing they pick everybody. I had to call it out. I played. I called out fifteen players from five. 12 from playing. I'm like, you're going to have to get some oxygen like, or some water this a, or something. I'm sitting there thinking, how is this an all-county team? It's just like <laughs> we're choosing everybody. And, and then they did a cheerleader all-county team. And by then, I had to have two bottles of water by the time I was done. I'm like, huh. <laughs> but, uh, so did you make the all-county team back no, then? No, <laughs> I did not. No, uh, no, 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 no. But uh should be a fun week. Um Looking forward to seeing a lot of people that I know and uh, just having a good time. And it being at North Sand Mountain, one thing when I go to these tournaments, you got to check out the hospitality room. It's just like when you go on a away game for football. you gotta, you got to rate the concession stand. I know what's coming at North Sand Mountain. It's going to be some good food. Those ladies up there can cook, and I'm looking forward to so it. So I need to wear my radio badge <laughs> out there for that, then, right? So I can... Uh, but uh, I do, will tell everybody this. If you listen to this podcast, talk to Dusty Roden, the principal at Northside Mountain. Um, all tickets can be purchased at the gate. No go fan. Um, the main reason for that is not very good Wi-Fi at Northside Mountain. So, or cell signal, for that matter. <laughs> but Greg is going to do the semifinals. He announced that yesterday that he's going to try to do them. And I, and I look forward to that. look forward to seeing Greg. And I, assume, I think Coach Dudley will be doing it with him. I don't know. Um, but uh, as we watched, Bryce Young just won the Davy O'Brien Award uh, as the college football awards are going on. And I hate it that they're not in Orlando. Um, they're doing this all virtually. That's 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 a thing. It, it's just a it's a good time to be an Alabama fan, isn't well, it? Well, you know, it, it's just your quarterback is about to win the Heisman Trophy. You guys are in the it's a good college se- football playoff for the. It's a good segue. Your, your to, basketball team knocked off Gonzaga last how week. How about that, yeah. man? I the think same. I was more excited about that than I was the SEC championship game, because ended up the SEC championship game. Uh, to me, you know, we went up fourteen, and I thought, okay, you know, just ride this out. And then when he picks off the pass and runs it, I'm like, ball game done. Because if Alabama. Scores on defense. Under Nick Saban, they don't lose. I think it's it's an it's a astronomical number. I think it's like they're eighty and one when they score on defense. And so don't turn the ball over okay, against so Alabama. Just watching, I just kind of I watched the game, but probably not as closely as you watched it. Just from my perspective. Whenever it became obvious that Alabama was going to have no trouble moving the football on offense, mm-hmm. you know Georgia's offense cannot match Alabama's blow for blow. No. So Georgia's path to winning that game was play good defense, make it ugly, and keep the score low. They can't cover. And and they they just <laughs> they the, cannot cover. And you know Alabama they ran the ball, but it wouldn't. They just did it because they had to. I mean, Coach Bill O'Brien. Put all his eggs in one basket and like, we're going to win this game, throw it. 
it's like pro style. It's like you got the best quarterback you know, in the country. So if you just give him protection, he he can. He may have won the Heisman Trophy. I mean, he was already the front runner, but that 97 yard drive against Auburn with a yeah. minute and a half left with no timeouts, that to me was. But the play that will probably stick out is when he laterals it. Did you see that? I saw that. And, yeah. and I'm like, he didn't look up. How did he know he was there? And I mean, he's got inst- the instincts. What's crazy is having one more year. Will Anderson, one more year. Because they're both true sophomores. So they got to. St- they gotta stay one more year, um, but we're not gonna pick bowl games. We'll talk about them. We're gonna talk about every one. But let's let's first talk about Army Navy. That's the big one. Yeah. Well, Saturday. let's let's review last week. Okay. Um, we'll talk about all the championship games. I was trying to give me an out for the, uh, for the college <laughs> yeah. games last week. Uh, week fourteen. Um, we already talked about the ones that happened on Friday. But Saturday, of course, Alabama defeated Georgia 41-24. to The same exact score as it was last year in the regular season. The You know, everybody's making a big deal about Michigan and beating Iowa. Yeah, that's it's great. It's Iowa, though. You get up on Iowa, they cannot come back. I mean, so we'll see. And I don't think many people expected Iowa to be in that game to start with. No. Yeah, everybody was thinking it was going to be Wisconsin. Right. Um, the other game... That looked promising early, but Cincinnati defeated Houston 35-20. to And you picked Houston in that I did game. pick Houston. And it looked good early. but um, I mean, that was a de facto playoff game for Cincinnati. Yeah, they had to win. Had to win to get in. But now you're in. And now you get Alabama as a reward. Yeah. So. yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Baylor over Oklahoma State. That was the most disappointing game of the weekend. We both me. picked Oklahoma State. And, and, you know, going, but you know, if you could look forward past that game, that was the early game Saturday. Yeah. But had Oklahoma State won that game, it wouldn't have mattered. Cincinnati. They still weren't. They still weren't going to jump Cincinnati. I don't think with that win. That I win against know. Houston. It, I mean, Houston's a ranked opponent. I know they weren't. It would have been an argument, and but you know, Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy is becoming Bob Stoops. He can't win the big one. Well, he beat Oklahoma the week before. I mean, he's only beat them three times. I will admit, you know, the stigma that Oklahoma State has is, like you said, even whenever they seem to have better teams, they Mm underperform in the big games. They barely got it done against Oklahoma. And then their quarterback is kind of like Stetson Bennett. What is it? He's played Baylor. He's threw seven interceptions against Baylor. Let me say, though, Dave Aranda's defense at Baylor, having watched that game, and that's the first game that I've watched Baylor play all year. I haven't watched them. They they look pretty good. You so, know, in the past, you Baylor is a team that comes out and scores 50, but doesn't. You know, they may give up 45. Yeah. That defense, that and Aranda was a defensive coordinator. He was the coordinator at LSU. He's, they they played pretty physical defense yeah. at Baylor. Uh, the ACC championship game, I thought it would be closer. And uh, everybody's making just an uproar. You know, if you listen to Sirius XM, when they talk about, you know, all these co- – they talked about Kenny Pickett and, and the fake slide. He didn't really fake slide. He just drug his foot. If you watch it in slow motion, it looks like a fake slide. No, I didn't watch the game. I, I was Doesn't that, that makes Tennessee's loss to Pittsburgh look so much better yeah, earlier does. this year? It does. And then Oklahoma State – Put a whoop or not? Utah State put a whooping on San Diego State. 
That was ugly. 46 to 13. That uh, big win for Coach Anderson out there at Utah State. And that that was a 19th ranked San Diego State yes. team yes. with only one loss coming in. Yep. Appalachian State and Louisiana. Billy Napier's last game as the Raging Cajuns head coach. As he heads to Florida. As he heads to Florida. 24 to 16. Uh, they won. And then the. I was going to sit up and watch USC and Cal, but I didn't realize it didn't start till 10 o'clock. It was really it late. It was like, yeah. it's Pac 12 way after dark. I don't even. What was the score in that game? I didn't even. 24 to 14. Who? Cal. Cal, okay. Yeah. USC finished and, four and eight. You know, if you if you believe the rumors, Cal's head coach is supposedly in the running for the now vacant yeah. Oregon head coaching job. I think it's going to be Chip Kelly. That's what I think. I, and supposedly they've reached out or they've asked permission to from UCLA to speak to Chip Kelly about that opening. And my personal opinion on that is, if I'm Chip Kelly, I'm I'm ready to go back to Oregon because. Now that Lincoln Riley has taken the USC job, if you put UCLA and USC on the same playing field, and US, you know, USC is going to get who they want whenever they're good and UCLA is good. If he goes back to Oregon, I think he stands a much better chance of sustaining yeah. success. I, he fits Oregon. He, he fits Oregon. He just don't need cheat. <laughs> see, supposedly almost, now. Uh, supposedly that's why he left, but – Anyway. Well, he got he got offered the Philadelphia Eagles job, so yeah, that was he don't fit Philly. Even though he, he doesn't is, fit the NFL, even though he's from New Hampshire, he tried implementing his system in the NFL, and that didn't work didn't well. Work. It's a college system, yeah. and at Oregon, they were a machine. They were they were on top of their game when they played Auburn in the national championship. The only coach that has made it work coming from college to the NFL. In the last 20 years, it's been Pete Carroll because he won a Super Bowl. Um, I don't. Saban didn't make it. Saban, Spurrier, um, Meyer. Meyer. I mean, I know it's his first I year. I think he's going to be but two and out. You, part of me kind of wants to give him the benefit of the doubt because of the organization that he, the team that he's coaching. Though that whole franchise is a mess. He don't. He doesn't fit. If he hadn't gotten trouble. If the video hadn't come out, he would probably be the head coach at Notre Dame right now. Or USC. I don't know that he wants to coach college anymore, though. But I, if he did, he wouldn't have left Ohio State. Not true. He wouldn't have left Florida. Well, if he didn't, it was Nick Saban, I think. Yeah, I, yeah had to have been. I, the timing of it just kind of seems awfully funny. He goes to the hospital after they lose the SEC championship game. I mean... But anyway, on to these bowl games. Two, uh, we've got two bowl games next Friday. Well, let's talk about Army Navy. Oh yeah, Army Navy. I forgot. Yeah, keep me honest here. I'm getting ahead. That's not one we can skip over. That's one yeah. I enjoy watching every year. I'm gonna watch it Saturday. And, you know, if you look at the records, Army's eight and three, Navy's three and eight, and you know, a few years ago that would have been the opposite because for so long Navy dominated this rivalry, uh, and Army was down. But Army's tickets are only forty two dollars. Army's flipped the switch on this. Yeah. You know, but you look at the records, and you throw that out. Army's a seven-point favorite, despite the I, records. I think it's Army and Army big is what I think. I don't know. You know, you would. it seems on paper like Army's got a much better team, but it's just like Auburn-Alabama. It's like yeah. Navy always plays up, or Army always plays up if the other one's down because of how much emotion is involved in this game. I just 
I think Ken Niamatololo at Navy is this may be his last game. I'm I'm just impressed you could pronounce that properly. <laughs> I wasn't going to try to say it. Niamatololo. <laughs> I won't even try to follow that. Uh, the over-under in this game is 34.5 points. Do you see that? You see, Army could win by 34. I don't. I can't see that. For the sake, you know, it's the only game tomorrow. I hope it or Saturday. I'm sorry. It's. I hope yeah. it's close. I hope it's snowing. I hope it is snowing. It's in, in East Rutherford, yeah, New Jersey, it's, it's, so it's yeah, very possible. I, I, it's in Giant Stadium. Yeah. It says MetLife Stadium. It's Giant Stadium. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, I hope it's snowing. So that's a, that's kind of a home game for Army, I guess. Yeah, right. and West Point's not far. Yeah. Um, Navy is in Annapolis, right? But uh, there's one get one year coming up very soon that Army Navy is not going to be played on the East Coast. Um, let me look it up real quick. But yeah, it, it's you know both of my grandfathers served in the United States Army, um, so go Army, be Navy. And, and, and side note, you know both teams break out their best uniforms. Yeah, for this I have game. not seen navies this. For, well, yeah, I have seen navies. It's Top Gun. They're play, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um, Army Navy. Let me see venues coming up in the in the next few years. It doesn't tell me, but I know there's one coming up where they play in San Diego, and that's the first time they're gonna play. Um, on the West Coast in like a long time. Uh, next year they play in Philadelphia in Lincoln Financial Field. I believe that's in Philly. Is it not? Yes. Yes. It is in Philly. Um, so I like it that they move the game around. Um, it just it just gives it more I, I think. That it, it, they move it around and it doesn't yeah East Road for New Jersey this year where do you think it's been played the most? The game. Uh-huh. Hands down, Philadelphia. Been played a lot in Philadelphia. Why Philadelphia? Is that just because it's kind of central? I, I guess. I don't know. It's been played in Baltimore, East, East Rutherford. Mm-hmm. Um, it was played at West Point last year because, obviously, COVID. Um, and that, they weren't, were there fans there for that? It was, Or maybe it was just students. I think it was just cadets, yeah. Right. Uh, it's been played in Annapolis, Maryland, of course. It's been played in New York City. This game, they could play it in Yankee Stadium, yeah. and it would be awesome. But it's been played in Chicago, but it's never been played on the West Coast, and they're going to play – I know – I think I saw that they were going to play in San Diego coming up. Wonderful still getting a 230 kick for that. It's 2 o'clock. Oh, oh I don't know. Hmm. If it's in San Diego. You know it would be one that CBS continues to carry – as they go, as they lose the SEC in a couple years, which I'm, I kind of like the two thirty game on CBS. Now that it's Brad Nessler, it, it's going to be weird in the future to not see the Iron Bowl at two thirty on CBS every every no, year. When ABC takes it, it's going to be seven o'clock. It'll be prime time. Yeah. And Herb Street and Fowler. Will be but gone. you know, I've, I've always kind of enjoyed the Iron Bowl being at that time because, you know, the, the game always starts out in the day and then by the time yeah. you finish it, it's always dark. And Well, you know, when was the last time it was just completely at night? Uh, it had to have been one of Malzahn's years that was not very good. And ESPN – Maybe Chiswick's last year? No, I think Malzahn's one year. The, year. the last time y'all were in Birmingham Bowl 
But play when pretty, they played Memphis. Yeah. I was I was actually there for that game. Did you, are you going this time? No. You're not going to go? No. You don't want to go see Houston? I just... <sighs> It's the Birmingham Bowl. I'm, uh, I'm like I told you earlier. I, I really think it's unfair that y'all are in the Birmingham Bowl. Uh, Florida had to win their last game to get in a bowl game. Why can't it, it's because of turnout? There, Auburn is not that far from Birmingham. They're hoping Auburn comes out and yeah, but you can't tell me Auburn wouldn't rather travel to Tampa. Well, I know. I'm just as far as who is more likely to buy tickets. And if ESPN had any control, which they own the two bowls. Put Florida in Birmingham, put Auburn in Tampa, and Auburn plays UCF. But I will say, at least they are playing the Birmingham Bowl in the new stadium this yes, year. Yes, at least it's not an old gray lady. It was a protective stadium. Protective stadium. But now, good segue into bowl games. The first one that I saw, if we're going to talk about, are we just talking about SEC? I'm just, no, I'm going to go down everyone. Okay. Um, two bowl games on the 17th, next Friday. Um, Middle Tennessee and Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl. You know Jake's going to have the inside track on that. I, I'm going to say middle wins that one. We're not picking. I, I, not, wait, no, we're not. But that, that's just precursor. I'll, I'll, I'll pick it next week. He's not officially picking. Uh, the, the Cure Bowl in Orlando, Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina. I love watching Coastal Carolina play. I can't stand that field. Well, I, I can't stand the field because you don't like the teal. It just it just looks awkward. I <laughs> I mean I know like does East Washington's got the red, red. field and I know Boise's got the blue. blue, but the teal just looks like bad turf. Yeah. I just I can't stand it. Um, on the seventh, on the eighteenth, my birthday, um, Western Kentucky versus Appalachian State in the Boca Raton Bowl. Um, UTEP versus For, uh, Fresno State in the Mexico Bowl. Eh. UAB versus BYU. That's an interesting in matchup. Independence Bowl. This is the biggest bowl that UAB has ever been in. And I, I think BYU is favored by seven in that game. I won't be shocked at all if UAB wins that game. Go Blazers. I, I mean, it, it, I'm very happy for UAB. Bill I, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. The man deserves a bigger job. I'm just saying. And they deserve that 2.30 p.m. spot on Prime ABC. Time, AB, or yeah. Big time window. Because who's going to watch the New Mexico Bowl? Uh, at 4:45, Eastern Michigan versus Liberty. Coach Hugh Freeze in the Lending Tree Bowl at Lad People Stadium in Mobile. Now I'll probably be flipping back and forth between the two. Um, well, no, I'll be in Birmingham. Uh, Casey's brother, her wife, yesterday gave birth to a new baby, so we got a new member of the family. Congratulations! Yeah, uh, Remy. Her name is Remy. So we look forward to meeting her next weekend. Um, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, Utah State versus Oregon State. Um, then I always love watching the New Orleans Bowl. I remember watching the very first one, and Marshall versus La, uh, it's Louisiana Lafayette with the Raging Cajuns. Billy is Napier is not coaching. This he is game. not coaching the bowl. Um, I'm, I Marshall. I'm always partial to Marshall because of the movie and the story and, you know, just the the history behind Marshall. Interesting line on this one. You know, you look at the – I mean, Louisiana's won 12 games. Yeah. Marshall's only won seven, but Louisiana's only favored to win by five and a half. I that's, mean, that's probably because they're missing their head coach. Surprising. I mean, still, yeah. that, you know, talent-wise, you yeah. got to think Louisiana's got the edge. Yeah. 
on Monday, the 20th, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. The sideline reporters will be Marty and McGee, which is fun. That should be interesting. It's fun. I watched it last year. Last year when all the bowl games started, I got COVID. So I was quarantined. Me and Casey were quarantined here in the house. and You know what got me through it? Every bowl game. was. I got to watch every bowl game. It drove her nuts. But um, on Tuesday – uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl in Boise, Kent State versus uh, Wyoming. The Frisco Bowl. This one looks intriguing to me. Uh, UTSA versus San Diego State. I think that'll be an interesting bowl game. Then the first SEC game. I'm sorry, Missouri Tigers, but you're playing Army, <laughs> and I don't know if they can stop Army. Only a three and a half point favorite though in that game, Army. I'm taking it. Give me Army, but. And then you go to the 23rd, North Texas, in a bowl game that was created a week ago. The Frisco Football Classic. Yeah, this was like literally created a week ago by the NCAA. Um, North Texas versus Miami, Ohio. The game I'll be watching is the one at 6 o'clock that night. Well, I'll be at the same amount of tournament. Toyota Stadium, Frisco, Texas. Is that a soccer stadium? No. Uh, I think uh, my soccer team may play there. But that's where the uh, FCS championship game is every year. Uh, Kenneth Walker III from Michigan State just won the Doug Walker Award. That You know, the next game we're going to talk about, UCF and Florida. That's an this, interesting this, matchup. This really should be Auburn, though. Man. That would be that would have been cool to see UCF-Auburn, yeah, I agree. Auburn, uh, but it's all about turnout and getting you know selling tickets. Man. And in this case, this UCF. These two teams are scheduled to play each other three times in the yeah. in the future. I'm not so sure that I'm not so sure Florida doesn't win this game though. I'm not picking it. I'm just saying that I know UCF has won eight games and I know Florida's only won six. But UCF, I've watched some of their games this year, obviously because I'm intrigued by Malzahn and what he's doing there. They look bad. You know, this is the bowl game last year that got canceled because South Carolina got COVID and UAB got left out of a bowl. UCF's first game, they played Boise State, and they won. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, maybe they've looked out past that game, have looked terrible yeah. all year. And Malzahn looks like he's got more gray hair since he left It's blonde. Yeah. I think it's blonde. I think he dyed it blonde. <laughs> like he's going through a midlife crisis. I don't know, but it, it, they, they haven't been good all year. No. It's the Gasparilla Bowl. Um, and then on Christmas Eve, we get – Hawaii versus Memphis in the Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii with seven losses. They come in with a losing record. Yeah. Six and seven. They don't have to travel very far to play at home. Memphis is the big winner out of everybody. They get to travel out there to play them. And I am so happy, even though this is in Montgomery and it's the Camellia Bowl, but there's a bowl game on Christmas, and you don't have to watch NBA. Georgia State versus Ball State. If you've not watched Georgia State, I like Sean Clark, their head coach. He looks like he'd be fun to, to play for. On the 27th, you get Western Michigan versus Nevada Nevada in the Quickline Bowl in Detroit. Then you get Boston College versus East Carolina in the Military Bowl. The 28th, the Auburn Tigers play in the Birmingham Bowl against Houston. Auburn's a three-point favorite. That's shocking. That's surprising to me. That's shocking. Uh, Air Force versus Louisville in the First Responders Bowl. Then this game, this is the Leech Bowl, man. It's Mississippi State versus Texas Tech in the Liberty Bowl. So do you think Mississippi State will be up for that game? Oh, yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the Pirates going to be out in force. Um, then you got UCLA versus NC State. Could in, be Chip Kelly's last game in the, in the Hall Bowl. Bowl. 
Uh, I hate it that the Holiday Bowl was on Fox now because I grew up just watching it on ESPN. Um, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. This is the old Cheez-It Bowl, the old Insight Bowl out in Arizona. Western, West, West Virginia versus P.J. Fleck in Minnesota. I like P.J. Fleck. I'm surprised his name isn't mentioned more in – Whenever you, you hear the coaching carousel rumors about who's moving where. He's going to stay in the Midwest. You, you don't hear much about P.J. Fleck, but he's a great coach. Yeah, I like him. Roll that boat. He's the best dress coach, too, by yeah. the way. He wears that tie and <laughs> the, 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 the sweater vest. Uh, on Wednesday the 29th, the Fenway Bowl, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl in Fenway Park in Boston. SMU versus Virginia. Um, reports out that uh, Tony Elliott is going to – take the Virginia job, the OC at Clemson. So, so they're going to lose both coordinators. Uh, everybody's abandoning shit. Great Venables. South Carolina. Uh, took the, the Oklahoma job. The, AD, uh, the AD's left. The DC's left. No, the OC's probably leaving. Um, Maryland versus Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl. So that's great. You got two games back-to-back on ESPN in baseball stadiums. Baseball stadiums. And probably a chance of snow in both of them. Um, and that's a 10 o'clock start for that Fenway Bowl between SMU and Virginia. Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando. Then the game that has no coaches. Oregon versus Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Well, Oklahoma technically has a new coach, but... Yeah, but it's Bob Stoops is gone. Yeah. That should be an emotional game for Oklahoma, yeah. I would think. The, the game that sticks out the most to me last year when I had COVID and I was watching all these bowl games was the Duke-Mayo Bowl. North Carolina versus South Carolina this year at 10.30 in the morning. Um, That's a rivalry game in a bowl game. Yes. that's You don't see that happen too much. Then Tennessee, I, man, you win seven games and you get to go to Nashville. Tennessee does. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're glad to be in a bowl game, but have a chance to win eight games yes. first them, year under Josh Heupel. Send them somewhere else. Send them somewhere where – send them to Florida. So, again, I, it's about I, I selling tickets, it. and they're going to sell tickets I in the Music it, City Bowl. And, I by bet. the way, the last time that I, that Purdue was in that game, Auburn played them, and yeah, Auburn blew their doors them. off. Yes. And I was there for it. I was there for that game. I've been to that bowl game twice. We stood right next to three Purdue fans that were just not very nice people. Yeah. So, I hope Tennessee wears them out. Let me just well, go ahead and say that. I don't like Tennessee – my As an Alabama fan, you don't like Tennessee. No. My great great grandmother was a Purdue dorm mom in the 1960s. Little nugget there. So you're you're trying to find reasons to go for Purdue. Uh, Tennessee's gonna win. <laughs> I mean Tennessee. I, I I mean me and Casey when we were dating, we first started dating. We went to this bowl game and watched A and M play um, NC State. Uh, the year before that. The year before that, the first year of playoffs in 2014, a little side note here, but I went to the Music City Bowl on one day, and then the next day went to the Sugar Bowl. So you want to talk about being tired. That's a, that's a heck of a drive. I wanted to go – well, I took a bus from Birmingham to New Orleans, but we drove up to, to Nashville. I wanted to see Notre Dame in person. And as the closest that I was going to get, you know, because they didn't play Alabama um, – they played LSU. LSU should have beat them. But last miles. But anyway, uh, the Peach Bowl. Been to the Peach Bowl three times. Fun in the old Georgia Dome. Pitt versus Michigan State. I think Pitt wins this game early. But One point line. Really? 
wow. in favor of Miss, uh, Michigan State. Um, then the nightcap out, out west, West Wisconsin versus Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. I'm sorry. Wake Forest versus A&M in the Gator Bowl. How about that? At 10 o'clock in the morning, A&M gets to play Wake in the Gator Bowl. Fitting. <laughs> um, Washington State versus uh, Miami in the Sun Bowl. Um, Central Michigan versus Boise State in the Arizona Bowl that you can't watch unless you got the Barstool app, which is crazy. Um, that probably won't be very no very very. Um, watch then something. you get the, the first two semifinal games Cincinnati versus Alabama in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl at 2.30 um, and then the Michigan Georgia game we'll talk about this more Tuesday at Blake's we'll really deep dive into these but uh, I think we got two good matchups New Year's Day just prop up sit on the couch and just at 11 o'clock in the morning just prop watch up. watch <laughs> Watch football all day long. You open up with Penn State versus Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. Then you got Notre Dame and Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. Notre Dame is 0-7 in BCS and New Year's Six Bowls. Well, good thing they're Since playing. Two thousand. Good thing they're playing <laughs> Oklahoma State, who doesn't tend to show up and win big games. <laughs> so that might change. Um, Iowa versus Kentucky in the uh, Verbo Citrus Bowl. Utah versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. And if anybody's an Ohio State fan, do not overlook Utah. They've beaten Oregon twice. Come from a Bama fan, yeah. do not overlook Utah because they will beat your butt. And then I love the Sugar Bowl matchup. I'm tickled to death that Ole Miss is in the Sugar Bowl. Just fitting. They get to play Baylor. And then the fourth, LSU versus Kansas State in the Texas Bowl. A tax act. Yeah, tax act. Tax act. Yeah. That's a that's a tongue twister. Yes, it is. And then the <laughs> national championship game on December 10th. But that's all the bowl games. We'll talk uh, we'll pick them all Tuesday at, at, at Blake's, Blake's house. house. Yeah, uh, be sure to tune in next week. That should be it's always fun yeah. to have Blake and, and yeah. Miss Kathy on. Real quick, we both got three out of the four right in the playoff. Man, I wish I had gotten one of those wrong. Well, <laughs> I got Bama, Georgia, Michigan. You got Cincy, Georgia, and Michigan. We both got Oklahoma State out of it. But, man, it's been fun. Uh, next week we'll do it. It'll be early in the week. It'll probably be our last one. because we'll Before go, Christmas. Before Christmas. And then we'll pick up probably – hopefully we'll try to pick up one the week after Christmas. And hopefully we have another, another guy with us. Yeah, hopefully Danny is with us in that week. But, man, it's been fun. Uh, a lot of information. A lot of just sitting around talking – Next week's going to be really fun getting to talk to them. It may go longer than an hour next week. But it's been fun. Hope everybody has a great week.